Hi, this is Adam Burke with IRA Financial. Today I want to talk about Elizabeth Warren, Senator from Massachusetts, her 2% wealth tax, new proposal. Uh, is this worth it or not? And what's going on? So it seems like there's a trend uh, happening, um, mostly amongst the Democrats, of taxing the super rich. We saw that with Ms. Cortez, the congresswoman from New York, who proposed recently a 70% tax on the super rich. And it obviously got a lot of interest. I did a podcast podcast on it. And basically my conclusion was, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. People that are making $10 million are generally CEOs of companies, private equity, hedge funds, entrepreneurs that are probably generating most of their wealth from capital gains or uh, whether it's sales stock or capital gains from a profits interest in a hedge fund or private equity and not from salary or earned income, which that 70% tax would be based off. So I actually wrote a Forbes article on this. And even though I don't believe in higher taxes, um, the whole idea between the article is, hey, if you really want to tax the super rich, then you're probably better off changing the capital gains tax rate or um, moving them up or maybe changing that carried interest from a hedge fund or, ec- or private equity fund, which is basically that 20% uh, gravy after they fund has hit certain thresholds and turning that into ordinary income. Right now it's treated as capital gains, even though technically some people argue it's based off the performance of service of the general partner or manager of the fund. So if you're really looking to, to tax the super rich, that's probably, um, the best vehicle. Not again that I agree with and, and not that I hope anyone does. Senator Warren has a different idea and this is a wealth tax. And number one, I, it's not even understood if this would even pass constitutional muster, whether it would be allowed to uh, to, to be uh, imposed or, or proposed because of the fact that it's not based off individual income, but based off uh, a person's wealth. But the idea is that, hey, if you have more than a certain amount of wealth, whether it's $50 million in wealth, you're gonna pay a 2% tax on your wealth. And if you have over a billion, for example, you're gonna pay 3% uh, in wealth tax. Um, so does that make sense? Well, you know, some people will say, well, yeah, it, it, it does make a lot of sense because you're going to be able to uh, tax the rich because if you have $50 million in wealth or 100 million or 200 million or a billion, you're pretty rich and you can then pay a tax. Uh, the problem is applying this tax, okay? A lot of wealthy people have their wealth tied up in private businesses, private funds, assets that are hard to value. Are you gonna, now you're gonna have a valuation dispute with these individuals on an annual basis? Uh, there's a lot of people that have closely held businesses. You may think it's worth $200 million. I may say it's worth $30 million. Let's say I have a 20% interest in a $200 million business. You may say that's worth 40 million. I may say it's worth 5 million because I can't sell it. I'm a minority interest. It has no market, no, uh, no ability to sell it. It's not liquid. I can't just go and put it up for sale. So it's gonna be quite difficult. Same with land, same with real estate, whether you own shopping malls, whether you own an interest in real estate, it's not not as easy as saying, well, I think the real estate's worth 100 million, I own 30% of it, it's worth 30 million. There's potential discounts for owning minority interest, and what's gonna happen is you're gonna get into battles uh, with the IRS about the value of your assets. Um, There's gonna be accountants that are gonna be, be, (laughs) 
uh, find a whole lot of business of discounted valuations, saying, hey, even though the piece of land may be worth 100 million, you only own, you own a minority of it, so it's not worth what they think it is. You're gonna have rich people putting money into trusts or assets into trusts um, and pushing away a lot of their wealth, which they're already doing now. So ultimately, if you put something in an irrevocable trust or, or special type of trust, uh, you can pull it off out of your estate. So it's not even an asset that you own anymore because it's in a trust that you don't have control over. A directed trustee may have control over. Maybe it's the beneficiary of your kids. Who pays tax on it? Does the beneficiaries pay tax? Do you? And you're gonna get into a lot of disputes. Um, I'm not a big believer in this tax. I think it doesn't make a lot of sense to tax on an annual basis people's wealth. Uh, I think they've paid tax on it already uh, from an income tax standpoint, and they continue to do so each year there's an income. When they sell it, the appreciation they'll pay tax on from a capital event. Um, and I, I just don't see the value um, added to this tax. Um, I think the rich are gonna find ways to get around it through aggressive tax planning, discounted valuations, trusts and other ways to reduce the assets they actually control and have those values uh, assigned to different parties, keeping it under that 50 million threshold. So I, I actually don't think the tax will, will actually work. I think the people that have more than 50 million, a billion dollars in assets are gonna find ways to uh, circumvent the rules, to um, have those assets uh, reallocated where they can show they don't have control over for tax purposes and thus it's not part of their value and their uh, estate and especially their assets because they no longer have control or ownership of uh, through trust and other mechanisms. So uh, all in all, um, I don't believe in, in uh, this type of tax, the same with the 70% tax. Uh, I'm a firm believer that if you lower taxes, uh, people will invest more uh, in business and small business. Um, they will invest in assets. And ultimately, as businesses grow, more people get paid, more people are part of the economy, the tax base grows. Even if the rates come down, the tax revenues will increase because the base of people paying this tax will grow. Yes, I understand uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's 550 or so billionaires out there in the United States. Um, everyone would say, hey, it'd be great to tax these people. You hear about Jeff Bezos' $140 billion divorce. I mean, the numbers are ludicrous, but again, these people earn their income. It's part of what we are as Americans. Uh, they, no one stole this money. They worked hard for it. They created value. Um, they've paid their taxes on what they've earned and generated, and it shouldn't be paid, should tax, be taxed again on their overall wealth. Uh, that's what the estate tax is there for. Um, but again, there's a lot of wealthy people that get through the estate tax. Only a sliver of people actually pay it because of uh, aggressive tax planning and where the use of uh, trusts to uh, have assets moved outside one's estate. Um, only a few people actually pay it. So I'm not sure it's, it makes a lot of sense to focus our attention on taxing people through a wealth tax. Uh, I think we'd be better focused on finding ways for small businesses to hire more people, to reinvest in their business, and hopefully to generate more wealth and growth, growth for the U.S. economy. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, hope you found the video podcast helpful. Um, if you have uh, further ideas, questions, you can follow us at IRAFG on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, 
Um, and please let us know if there's topics or subjects that you want me to talk about. Uh, I would be happy to discuss them. This was actually a topic that was brought uh, to my attention by a, uh, a viewer, so thank you. And uh, subscribe to my channel. And uh, until next time, thanks for watching and listening.